Let's be real Showing the youth How to love God With testimonies And the word of God Every Tuesday At 7.30 And hold this in Radio Renovación Tu radio, tu bendición Alabanza a Dios Todos los sábados A las 6 de la tarde Programando alabanzas que glorifican el nombre de Dios En Radio Renovación Tu radio, tu bendición Fija tus ojos en Jesús Vive solo Hello, everyone, and happy Tuesday. We are back with Let's Be Real. I am Gabriella. My name is Caesar, And I am Luis. I am hey. sorry for that introduction. <laughs> hey, I, man, we're learning. We're learning. Hey, it's a learning process. What up with that, like, Mexican music? It was good. Okay, was I nice, liked it. It, was, it got me hyped for the program <laughs> yeah. today. Okay? Oh, yeah, we really want to start dancing. <laughs> we want to worship the Lord with praise. Man, that's so exciting, though. You know, I'm very happy to be here. I don't know about you guys, but I had a really good day today. I feel like I didn't do much, but I just, I feel very happy. Um, very ready to what we're going to share today. Some fun news and yep. fun facts that we have for today. And it's December 1st, you guys. Before Jesus we say Christ. anything else, <laughs> the year has almost come to an end. And it feels like we have been quarantined for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because we have. <laughs> <laughs> Started Wait. since March, man. I know. That's crazy. Like, we've been in quarantine quarantine and like you know not really because i feel like the first couple of months we were you know everything was stricter but i think as months passed you know life went back to normal we still obviously have to wear masks we have yeah. to like keep our social distance and all of that but regardless like we can go back to work you know we the stores are open and stuff like that although there is rumors that stuff is going to be closed again so i think we should definitely be prepared but hey like I'm very excited. I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite time of the year. And it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas <laughs> everywhere it's you go, you guys. To look a lot like Christmas. Like there's Christmas trees everywhere. There's Christmas lights life, everywhere. Yeah. Um, there's just so many things around and I love it, you know. Can we just I'm just gonna put this out there. So Gabby texted me like it wasn't even Thanksgiving. <laughs> It was like weeks before Thanksgiving. She's like, "Look, I put I put my Christmas tree up already. Like we're still in November." <laughs> hey, you know what? But it's never too early. I need to properly enjoy. Okay, I need to like fully be on Christmas spirit mode. <laughs> okay, so you know, if you know me, yes, I put up my Christmas tree way too early. <laughs> but it was I was a preseason. <laughs> <laughs> preseason, gotta enjoy it. Okay, because. If you think about it, if you put your Christmas like today, December 1st, Christmas is what? December 24th, 25th, right? I yeah. mean, for us Hispanics, the 24th, but here the 25th, that's only 25 days that you put up your Christmas day. That is not like Christmas tree. That's not enough time. I feel you don't enjoy it. It's expensive. Christmas trees are expensive. I mean, decorating takes like hours. So, you know, 
I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say we only have 25 days. Yeah, we. that's the time we give. Like, that's the time people <laughs> say that we're supposed to have it up. But if, like, you're Mexican, you leave it on the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just January. leave it yeah. for next year. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like, you even know. Christmas lights, too. They leave it for the whole year. They Bro. just don't take them down anymore. It's because it's too much work to put them up and to take them down. So, honestly, It's easier like, to just turn them on and turn them off for yeah. every yeah, day. Yeah, it's like, you know what? It's for... Okay, so we're going to have it, like, for Christmas, right? But then after Christmas, like, we'll have it for, like, Easter. Like, well, all that. It's okay. We'll decorate it different ways, but the lights will still be up, you know? Mm-hmm. Got a multi-purpose, you know, all the lights and all the decorations, which is... My family does that. <laughs> and then I don't know if you guys feel this, feel this, like, when you guys take them down, like, it feels like... Sad. You're going you're gonna to know. Like, it feels like you're going to put them up next week. Like, I don't mm. know for you, but I feel like this year went by so quick. It did. Too quick. I'm just like, what the heck? We're barely in February. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because we were in, like, lockdown and quarantine mm-hmm. for so long that we kind of just didn't realize how, like, time passed. I mean, you know, first we were in, like, the past school year, and then we go, and then we move on to a next semester, and it's like, whoa, it's already another, like, whole mm-hmm. school year. Yeah. We're already on, like, almost Christmas break. Yeah. Which is, like, that's crazy to me. Time goes by so fast. Like, I don't know. You know, this year has just been very unexpected, I think, for a lot of us. You know, for everyone. And even so, like, I think the holidays is a good time that we get, you know, we get excited. A lot of people, this is, like, the one time that um, after all of, like, the bad news and everything going on around the world, it's, like, a little bit of light in the midst of the darkness, right? Because we get to celebrate not only our Savior, but... You know, because that is the meaning of Christmas. You know, yeah. it's not just lights and decorating and Christmas trees and gingerbread houses. No, like, um, we could talk about this, like, once it get closer to Christmas, right? But yeah. the true meaning of Christmas and who we're celebrating and who we're honoring and why we do it. Why is it so important we do that, right? But before we get to all the serious conversations yeah. tonight, <laughs> all the serious things, I have some fun stuff to share. I mean... For all my ladies and guys, if you have girlfriends, if you have mothers, if you have sisters, I recommend you take notes because you could buy them this, okay? So, I love candles. I don't know. Do you guys like candles? I mean, sometimes we have some in the bathroom just in case, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep them handy. Just in case we had Taco Bell. This is a nasty one. Hey, but I am a big fan of candles, but I will not pay a lot for candles, you know? Um, I love Bath & Body Works candles, you know, and each, they're like $25 each. Okay, three-wick candles. That is expensive for a candle, okay? Mm-hmm. But I have some cool news for you guys. So if you you know want to get some of your Christmas shopping done, December 4th, 5th, and 6th this year only. It's only one day a year, but this year, because of the whole COVID and they're limiting how many people can be in the store, they're extending it, so it's like a three-day sale. Um, and there is a limit, I believe, on like 15 candles or stuff, but they're like, they're going to be $8.95. That's the rumor that they're going to be only $8.95 for each candle which is super cheap and now if you want to do some of your christmas shopping i highly recommend it you know it's i don't know it's i thought it was something cool something fun to share because it's all over at least my tiktok it's like all over it you know i see it on social media people are preparing because that's the one day everyone stocks up on their candles and like you know they get to buy stuff for themselves and for other people so if you have money to spend I mean, candles is the way to go, I feel, you know. Did people even go Black Friday shopping or Cyber Monday shopping? Um, I did. That's did? A, that's good that you brought it up, actually. You know, I feel like there wasn't a lot of speak, like, it wasn't spoken about a lot, but... Mm-hmm. I don't... I didn't. Target is actually doing their Cyber Week, so it's this whole week. If you want to do some shopping, 
Target every day has yeah. different deals. I'm ready, like for all the specials, <laughs> you guys. Um, coupons <laughs> ready and everything. If you know, okay. If you know me, I love deals. I love, like, I will not pay full price for anything. <laughs> Do not come at me, okay? Like, I will find a coupon. Oh, Even if it's 10% off, I will take that 10%. That is taxes. Hey, man, 10% is 10%. Exactly, exactly okay? <laughs> hey, but, you know, I, I... I went, I went, what do you call it, Black Friday shopping? What you buy? Yes. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. What nah, you I, buy? I, I, I bought. I bought. A, I bought a. Te- I bought. Well, I bought two teddy bears. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. they were pretty, pretty cheap. I'm not gonna say the price because I gave it to <laughs> someone in the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, there's oh, no okay. prices given. But actually, I saw. Now that you mentioned that, Build a Bear Workshop had like really good specials for Black Co- Friday. They're so expensive though. When they're like regular price, they're like fifty bucks for a teddy yeah. bear. Like that is expensive, okay? Like I'm gonna learn how to make my own teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna pay like fifty dollars for a teddy bear. If you do, like, it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But, but no, I don't know if you guys have any other news. I know a lot of things happened like over the past week. Yeah. It was Thanksgiving. We had a Black Friday, but a lot of sad things I know happened. So I don't know if you have some news to yeah, share. Yeah. So Louise. basically, on TikTok, like you're saying, we're all on TikTok nowadays. And on TikTok, there was this thing of uh, I don't know if you guys heard of the mysterious monolith. So, oh my goodness so it's like a what, like an alien type of beam stuck on on the on in a desert or something in utah and it's then crazy. i guess it appeared in romania but now it turns out that it's no longer in utah somebody took it down or it disappeared which so is crazy i i saw it it came up on my tiktok and at first i didn't know what it is like what it was yeah i'm um, right i thought it was random because i was like oh maybe just somebody put it there yeah. like as a joke but as soon as like the video obviously it went viral a lot of people were like wondering questioning what it was and then people went to go look for it and like you said it was no longer gone but then some people from romania were like oh my gosh it's here i mean i it's crazy you guys bring that up because i heard that a lot of people went to look for it and a lot of people went missing a lot of people i've heard that a lot of people who found it went missing i did not hear that i just conspiracy theory (laughs) it's just crazy how like you know stuff like that happens and it looks like a beam you know that's what i thought it was at first like a very big beam um it was very reflective and i was confused i was like oh maybe they just put it there like it's something well known right like a landmark or something in utah you know i don't live there so i have no idea but then I looked more into it, and people were just like, oh, my goodness, like, what is this? I went in. Um, my friends and I went, and we didn't find it. Like, we didn't see it there. Where did it go? And then other people were posting already that it was in Romania. And I'm like, that's some crazy distance, yeah. okay? Like, there is yeah. no way that somebody picked it up and was like, hey, from Utah, I'm going to go take it to Romania. Uh, let me just let me just uh, ship it over there. <laughs> yeah, first off, like, the amount of days it would take to ship there and they then amazon prime right? <laughs> <laughs> quicker wow. quicker that, than amazon called? prime it's called uh ah uh, dude because they charge me for that yeah express mail <laughs> wow, man. it's crazy it's like faster than one day you know but yeah. i mean we should keep update like we should keep in contact like keep updated with what's going to happen with that like if they yeah. find it anywhere else you we'll know see like what happens like um i don't know just something traveling everywhere it's <laughs> random super random right yeah. but it's interesting that you brought that up, you know, because like you said, we all are on TikTok now. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's no one like our age, teenagers, you know, young adults, yeah. even like I have aunts that are on TikTok and they, they'll like message me and they'll be like, hey, did you say this TikTok video? Uh, I'm like, yes, yes, I did see that TikTok video. <laughs> 
oh you my know goodness. tiktok is like a mix of everything it's like there's a dark side to it there's like a, yeah. a bible like a christian side to it there's an educational side to it music and it's just like all types it, d- it depends on what side of tiktok you're on yeah. that's what i'm saying like my side of tiktok is not the same as yours guys this side of tiktok i know because uh, i remember when gabby when gabby was like oh let me go through your tiktok and she goes through my tiktok and it's all cars it's literally all cars. And then my TikTok is like, stop. Let me, let pray, me pray for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, let's praise the Lord for a minute or something. I don't oh, know. Man. Like, I'm on the Christian side of TikTok. That's good. Don't get me wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's funny how it really gets to know, like, who you are. And I don't know if it's happened to you guys where you get a specific, a specific video and you're like, this is so me. Uh, this is really the for you page. Like, this, this video yeah. was made for me, you know? <sighs> I've had the videos where, like, oh, like, these are the most disturbing things caught on tape or something like that. <laughs> they're so, they're so weird. Like, what the, like, like, it, it happens all the time when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was just trying to go to sleep. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> just read your Bible at that point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, there's so much you can learn from TikTok. And that's why, like, I feel like social media is a very good thing, you know? Yeah. It can definitely be used as, like, something bad. But if you use it very wisely and, you, you know, um, you know, you look for good things, you look for good t- uh, content, you look for stuff that's going to edify your soul, you look for stuff that's going to teach you, you're going to learn something different. You know, I have learned so many different things on TikTok mm. that, like, my life, like, being alive for 21 years has not taught me, you know? Man. Super random things, too. They're like, do you know this is actually supposed to be used this way? And I'm like, no way. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I would have never learned that in real life. I know? learned this on TikTok. For all the guys, uh, for all the guy, I think girls have that little pocket on the jean. Oh. It's always on the on the right side. There's that. There's your pocket, and then there's your little pocket. No. <laughs> for some, for some, some for uh, some guys have that pocket. Did you guys know that's not for to put your coins in there? It's not to put to uh, what do you call it? Put your dollar bills into little squares and put them in there. <laughs> that was actually designed for a pocket watch. No way. Yeah. And it, they still have it on there. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. That's, yeah. That's really what? cool. That's like a that's really random fact, yeah. but. It's good to know that. I shout feel. out to TikTok. <laughs> shout out. Okay. Shout out to all the people tuning in, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we can't see right now, but I know there's people tuning in. We have always people from Anyak, Brentwood. We have Oakley, San Francisco. Brazil. Like, I know <laughs> Brazil. Like we have different li- uh, listeners from different places, but I know we have people not only from here, but we have people from the app. I know. Um, shout out to Mateo. Okay, he was gonna be tuning in tonight, <laughs> and I promised him a shout out, right? <laughs> so Mateo Hernandez, that's his last name, yeah. right? Okay, Mateo Hernandez. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Okay, and I hope you tune in the following weeks. <laughs> and forever. <laughs> <laughs> and forever. And never. And never. Never. Never stops. Never stops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, it's good to invite people to tune in. Seriously, you know, I've heard some very sweet responses of people who have really been blessed by this podcast. And um, that's why I encourage you guys, you know, if you are tuning in, if you want to give us a call, our phone number is 925-384-0049. I'll go ahead and repeat that. It's 925-384-0049. Or you can even share um, our Instagram, you know, which is at Let's Be Real TSCC. And we post a lot of stuff on there, you know stuff to get to know each other i know like if you don't know us personally there's like a little uh thing that we did at the beginning like a get to know us um so you get to know a little bit more about us who we are 
why we started this, you know, um, the purpose behind this beautiful project that it's not only Let's Be Real, but Radio Renovación as a whole. So, yeah. you know, if you want to be a part of that, because you are, you know, this is family. This is not just for us to be uh, to come and share, but to us to learn from um, from you guys as well. You know, you guys can call, DM us if you guys need prayer requests or anything like that. We are like our DMs are open, yeah. you know, to reach out to us. Um, I love talking to you guys and it's an awesome way to build um, a nice community. I know I saw like on TikTok um there's like different hype houses is that what it's called right they're like there's like the christian side and then there's like the main like tiktok hype uh, house right and it's like i see a lot of the comments sometimes on the videos that it's like oh my gosh i wish i had like christian friends i wish i had yeah. people this is your opportunity if you want to find a family that will not only pray with you but for you and will encourage you like this is the place to find it you know log in um find us on instagram and like we can be friends you know yeah. that's the whole point the whole purpose of this for us to get to know each other and create that bond not only here in Enyaq but globally you know mm -hmm, so yeah. i think that's the whole purpose of let's be real you know so it's exciting it's um really you know something to look forward to and if you are looking for some new friends or you know just looking to even grow spiritually i encourage you to like follow us on instagram and stuff like that but moving on from that i don't know if you have another news to share before we like no. you know I no think we're ready to get into the topic of today amen for sure i know last week we kind of touched on it a little yeah. bit right but tonight we're gonna go more in depth and I don't know who wants to start. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. All so right. I know last week we were talking about how, uh, like, in a way, we didn't really plan it, but we felt the same way, as in uh, we were feeling either confused, lonely, or just not ourselves. And so we, we basically touched on it, but we want to go more in depth on it because I know we're not the only ones, especially, um, like, many people out there, I guess, they question, like, is it normal for a Christian to feel lonely or is it normal for a Christian to feel like, you know, depressed? Yeah. And sometimes it's, you know, it is like the norm, the, the enemy comes and he's always, like it says, he's nonstop. He, he doesn't sleep. He's always attacking. And sometimes like he sends um, attacks to us and sometimes we're prepared. Sometimes we're not. And so sometimes I feel like that's why we fall into these um, feelings or these thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so I, I, wanted to go into the bible as well and see if there was people like us you know and i was talking to gabby and asking like hey like who do you have or who do you think you know have gone through these things and yeah. and we've come up with a couple and so i wanted to start with mine and i found elijah um and if you guys uh well elijah was a prophet first of all and he served god and he was always you know preaching to the nations and all this stuff but he also felt the things that we felt and in the book of First Kings chapter 19, I'm going to read from verse 1 to 7. Um, it says, Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a message to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life when he came to Bathsheba and Judah, he left his servant there. While he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush, uh, sat down under it and prayed that he might die. I have had enough. 
Lord, he said, take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he laid down under the bush and he fell asleep. And this actually stood out to me because like I never knew people in the Bible desired death yeah. or because I know there's also people like here on earth that, you know, they get depressed to the level where they commit suicide. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think that people that God used also felt the things that we felt you know sometimes they felt discouraged sometimes they felt lonely sometimes uh they felt uh that they weren't good enough and that's i know sometimes we feel like that like god like why you chose me like why didn't you choose my dad or why didn't you choose the leader or the worship leader to go out there and preach the gospel you know like why are you choosing me if i'm unqualified and so sometimes i just feel like we go through these motions in a way of just dryness or of discouragement and these are the times where we need to seek God the most because it is dangerous to feel depressed. It's dangerous to feel lonely uh, because there's so many thoughts going to your through your mind and through your head. And it could be of you know, a bad result if you are not cautious enough with it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good point that you're bringing up. You know, you're talking about how sometimes we don't realize like that these people these stories in the bible yeah. like they were people too they were yeah. human as well they struggled they of course they had their good days but they also had their bad days and they had days where they felt like they weren't good enough they had days where you know they thought to themselves like god why me you yeah. know like I, go for I, it uh, I, f- I felt like it was like i feel kind of i feel like it was kind of harder back in the day if you think about it, because, you know, you know, nowadays, like, if you feel, like, bad or something, like, if, you, if, you're, if you're having a bad day, like, you know, you have your phone there and just turn on some worship music on, like, praise the Lord. And it makes you feel better. Yeah. Am I wrong or am I right? I mean, yeah, I think that's definitely true. But also, I think there's so much shame nowadays. Yeah. And I think that what the topic of, like, mental health and depression and anxiety is such a, like, a taboo topic within the church because it's like if i trust god i shouldn't feel this way like Mm -hmm. there's such a negative connotation um when you talk about it and it's like yes you know maybe we trust god and everything but that doesn't like make us exempt from the attacks of the enemy and that doesn't make us exempt of like being a human being and having flesh and experiencing hurt experiencing emotion like just as we will have very happy days very like you know days where we just feel like overjoyed we will also have days where we are struggling and where we feel like we can't anymore you know and i think that's something that should be normalized within the church because a lot of the time it's just like if you trust God, you need to be happy, like, yeah. all the time. And it's like, uh, yeah, but that's not the reality. Like, we're here to be real and share, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you're going to have bad days. Yeah. And I feel like you're going to struggle even more so because the enemy is going to know, like, you're a, you're a threat to him. Yeah. You know, if you are serving God, if you are going at it 100%, like, serving God, obviously the enemy is going to try and attack you because he knows you're a threat. He knows, like, you know... She has authority. He has power. He has, you know, grace. He has love. Like, he has all these things from God. And if he has that, like, he's a threat to me. You know, like, more people are going to come to Jesus because of, through him, you know? So, it's just, I think we have to realize that we're human. And even nowadays, like, there's so much mental health struggles, like, nowadays. If you look at statistics, if you look at people, like, there's so many young people struggling with, like, severe severe depression like something that has never been like seen to the extent in other like times in history mm-hmm. like now we're seeing such um like a high level of all these th- all these things happening you know i kind of remember um 
who was it? I'm pretty sure it was you that uh who who showed us a statistic. Oh yeah, statistics. of how like uh, how young people were having mental mental like yeah. uh, issues. Like I think it was like what nine. Yeah, I mean nine. people start feeling like insecure. I can remember um like they did studies on like young ladies and it was like eight nine years old and I was like that's crazy like they're not even teenagers yet like they shouldn't even be worrying about that you know. Um, th- when they start feeling like unsure of themselves and yeah. it's something that is going to come not only like I think as a human, but comparison is a big problem. Yeah. I think when we come and we like even when we serve God or stuff like that, we look maybe, oh, why don't I like lead worship like that for those that like lead worship? Right. Or why can't I sing like that? Right. Why can't I preach like that? Why can't I say hello? Like, this is something, like, I'm going to share something personally, right? But I can be a very outgoing person on a good day. You know, I can be very outgoing. But if I meet someone new, I am very shy and I am very awkward and I do not know what to do. And one of the big things that I struggle with comparison is when I see someone that is so good at just, like, saying hi to somebody else... I'm like, how do you just so effortlessly (laughs) say hi to somebody? Like, how do you just, hello, you know, you introduce yourself. And maybe that's not the same way for you. You know, maybe you struggle, um, maybe physically, how somebody else looks and you you feel insecure, right? Um, But we all have those moments where we feel maybe shame, we feel guilty. Or when you sin, the enemy will use that to make you feel bad and to put you down, to point a finger at you and say, you know what, like, you sin, you can't worship God. You sin, you're unworthy in God's eyes. And that's not true. Yeah. You know, on the contrary, like, we were made worthy. The, from the moment that Jesus died on the cross for us, that changed. That allowed us to have another opportunity to be able to come and not feel shame, not feel guilty, um, not feel, you know, maybe like Elijah or like other people in the Bible where we might feel like lonely or sad because it's a real, you know, a real topic, a real thing that a lot of people go through. And I think that it should be more addressed in the church. Um, I don't know if you have more to share about Elijah, but. um, No, basically, I was just talking about that in the sense that many of us just go through that and like. We also wanted to talk about this because I know this is the season of holidays and mm-hmm. sometimes people uh, in these times feel sad. Like Gabby was sharing, uh, well, she was texting in our group chat that um, even though you're surrounded by many people, you still are able to feel lonely, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know I felt that before back when, you know, when I was with my family, we always had all these parties. But sometimes like, I don't know, there's just this feeling of loneliness or like you just start thinking solitude. about all these things, solitude and also, there was even a time in school where um, it got tough for me with all my classes and all this stuff. And uh, I was trying to get all my grades together so I could transfer and get to a good school. Right. But I mean, there was just a time where it was just too much going on. And like there was exams coming, projects and all this stuff. And I remember going home like pretty late because I was always studying with my friends and stuff. But I got home and I tried studying more. But then like this feeling of uh frustration came in me like like i don't want to do this anymore like why can i uh memorize all these things or why can i just you know do something else or i want to give up or um i don't know all these thoughts just started coming to me like i'm unqualified and i just Mm -hmm. came i just went to my mom and i told her like you know i don't want to go to school anymore like it's beating (laughs) me up like i don't like this and so um 
and I kind of wanted to do it as well because you know my brother he he took that route of going straight to work uh and not going continuing school so I was like you know if he could do it I'll do it as well mm-hmm. but you know my mom's always there getting me back in my path you know she's always there to get me in trouble um, <laughs> and discipline me but um no yeah it was just that moment kind of came back to me at this like right now and also like all these other things that were going on previous years before COVID hit i remember that there was a lot of statistics you know of school shootings of of uh suicides Definitely. i know san francisco and the bart like many people committed committed suicide mm-hmm. in the bar like jumping in front of the train all this stuff and it's just because you know the overwhelming feeling that they get or stress or they lost a job they uh lost a lot of money or they lost a family member and so like sometimes we feel like we don't want to live this life anymore and in a sense it's like it's crazy like don't don't think of that or don't let the enemy make you feel that way because you know like you're important god loves you and god is always here for you and he could use you uh he uses anybody like we feel like we're unqualified but he calls unqualified to be qualified and he uses every single one of us and you know um you brought up many good points right but um i guess first off starting with like the whole holiday season thing I think that's something to really bring up because not everyone has the best relationship with their families. You know, Mm -hmm. I know that it's not even only for Christmas, but for like different holidays. Like I see even on like Facebook or on Instagram, people posting like, you know, uh, bless all those people who are struggling this holiday season who Mm -hmm. maybe don't have people to, uh, to get together with. Right. Or maybe don't have like, don't feel safe, you know, with their family or don't, Like, there's many reasons why you might feel, you know, sad or lonely. Like, you might not have cousins your age. Hey, I don't know, right? But don't let the enemy bring those thoughts into your heart. Because, like, those thoughts, like, they might just start as something in your mind. But, like, they will get to you. And, like, you know, it's hard sometimes because you think, you know, oh, it's just a thought or, like, whatever. Like, I just feel this way, right? But I think that we need to speak up you know when we feel that way we need to tell someone you know we need to find someone Mm -hmm. uh, obviously talk to god you know if we're in communication with him he will like satisfy our soul like he will make us happy he will bring us joy you know but you know uh, like we were talking about last week there's seasons in our life where we might feel like in a spiritual desert and there might be seasons where you're praying and you're praying and you still feel so discouraged you still feel like you can go on and that is when you need to speak up because if you don't, it might feel like you're just drowning, like you're in a hole that you cannot get out of, right? Mm-hmm. But when you bring something to light, the enemy can no longer bring shame. He can no longer make you feel bad about it because you're speaking up about it. You're speaking up about what you're feeling. You're speaking up about what is wrong to be able to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Now, God has all of the answers to our problems if we would only ask, right? Um, so you brought that point up and it's just... There's so many things this holiday season that I think we need to be aware of. We need to, you know, again, like the school shootings and stuff. That hasn't really happened this year for the same reason that we yeah. haven't even been, like, physically in school, right? Yeah. But, like, can you imagine just the trauma of people that have, like, been through that, that have seen through that? Like, you know, unless you've been in that situation, you don't understand, like, how that person feels. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you might feel lonely. You might feel sad. You might feel like nobody understands you, but you you are strong yeah. just know that god has made you strong 
and you have the power you have the authority to say you know what in the name of jesus like this is gone right like whatever this is sadness depression anxiety like in the name of jesus it has to be gone right because there is power in the name of jesus there is power in the blood that was shed on that cross like that was not in vain that had a purpose for you and i you know Mm -hmm. um and that is why today we have such a direct connection to our father you know to if we are feeling sad if we are struggling if we have those thoughts you know because it's it's crazy scary you, you know how like high the numbers are of depression and anxiety in the church yeah. like how many young people how many um maybe like moms or parents feel that way within the past year i've had i've heard like so many testimonies even with our church of like leaders and stuff feeling that way and i'm like lord like would you just have mercy on us um but see if we were to open up and it weren't like if it wasn't such a taboo topic and we would just be open about it we could see like we're all feeling the same way yeah you know like if we we could get through this together with god you know as the word of god says i can do all things through christ who strengthens me right yep so we can we can like we just have to trust him and stay firm and um if you don't have anything else to share i you know because like louis said you know we were texting in the group chat and i was like oh my goodness like what should i you know what is the story that i relate to i guess or that has spoken to my life and um you know he shared about elijah and i want to share about the woman who bled for 12 years right Mm -hmm. she does not have a name the bible like does not give you a name and i'm like lord like <laughs> what do i say just a woman who bled for 12 years okay but imagine naming your child that <laughs> <laughs> no like she she bled for 12 years and i want to read you this it's in mark 5 i'm going to go ahead and um start verse 25 but i want to give you guys like some context right so jesus was walking and you know he has just he had just come out of um healing jairus's daughter right you know, so there was like a crowd following him and everything like you could go read that story. It's very interesting as well. But I want to start off in verse 25 and it says, um, and there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease, which is like so glorious, right? Like mm-hmm. we're talking about, you know, feeling lonely. But the reason I like this is a story that came to mind is because the Bible doesn't even give a name. Yeah. Like the Bible only like recognizes this woman by her condition, by what she was struggling with. Like she did not have a name, right? And I, like the Bible says that she wasted like all she had trying to find a cure for 12 years. Like that is a lot of time to be bleeding. No. Us ladies know the struggle, right? Um, and it, like, can you imagine just 12 years straight? Like that is a lot of pain that she must have undergone. A lot of shame because, you know, because she had this like um, disease that she was bleeding for 12 years. She was, like, recognized as unclean. So people didn't want to be around her. So she was alone. Like, nobody wanted her. Like, she was somebody that nobody wanted to be around. Um, And even when she tried to get help, when she tried to find healing for herself physically, like, even after she wasted all of that she had, nothing came out of it. She was still empty. She still had no answer. She still, you know, she still, like, had nowhere to turn to, right? Mm -hmm. And 
maybe we might feel that way, right? We might feel like, you know what? Maybe you don't have a disease like that, right? But maybe you feel like you've done everything in your hands to get help. Maybe you feel like, you know, like you're alone, like nobody else wants to be around you. Because I can assure you that's how this woman felt. I mean, she was known as unclean. So back then you don't you wouldn't get close to the unclean, right? Like you were over here and they they were separate because they like they were outcasts, right? Mm-hmm. So I can only think like the shame she must have felt like not being worthy enough first of all to like be loved and surrounded um by people, you know? And mm-hmm. even just not being able to find an answer. You know, I feel like when we're lonely and when we're sad, all we're looking for is an answer. You know, we all want different answers. We all have different things we're searching for. But this woman, that is what she was looking for, for an answer. And I can assure you, like, it says that she had heard about Jesus, right? And I find that so funny. Like, she was probably, like, super tired and super, like, just ready to give up. But she was like, you know what? I'm going to give it one last shot. And if this doesn't work, like, whatever. Like, this is where it ends. And I think back to where it says in the Bible, like, if you would just have faith as big as a mustard seed, you can move mountains, right? So can you imagine the faith she must have had? It says that the moment she only touched Jesus' garment, she was instantly healed. Mm -hmm. She received what she had paid, like, spent all her money on, all her funds, what she had, like, maybe traveled and seen many physicians for, like, nothing that gave her answers except Jesus. And Jesus is the only one who not only healed her like physically but healed her spiritually and i find that beautiful because we see in the story that you know jesus asks after is like who touched me Mm -hmm. and it's funny because like jesus you're surrounded by a lot of people why are you asking who touched you but jesus recognized her jesus even though we don't get to see her name in the story jesus makes a point that she is known. Jesus makes a point that she is loved and that her faith has healed her. See, Jesus points her out. In the midst of everyone else around, Jesus sees her. And that's why when, you know, we were like thinking about about what to bring tonight, um, different stories, this one is the one that came to mind because I'm like, if you are feeling lonely, if you are feeling sad, if you feel like you are, like you have no answers or you feel like giving up, I encourage you tonight to give it one more, one more chance, but to ask God. He says, ask and it shall be given to you, but you need to ask, right? You need to make it known to God what is in your heart, what you are struggling with, what you need help. If you need um, encouragement, if you need, you know, strength, if you feel like you can't keep going, like ask God and he will heal you. Mm -hmm. He can do it physically. He can do it like mentally, spiritually, whatever it is that you need, God will give it to you, but you need to ask. Just like this woman, everyone else knew her by her disease, by what she struggled with. But Jesus, Jesus changed that. And Jesus made her known, made her feel loved, made her feel important, fulfilled her spirit. Yeah. Fulfilled her spirit. And that's the only thing that God can do, right? Nothing in this world, you know, we see um, her story is a perfect example. We see that she went um, and tried to get answers from doctors and everything. Maybe we don't go see doctors. Maybe we try and go seek answers from our friends. We try uh, fulfilling ourselves with money. We try fulfilling ourselves with, you know, presents or whatever. Like, we try fulfilling ourselves with everything else, with drugs, you know, alcohol. I don't know. 
But see, nothing in this world will satisfy you. Mm -hmm. Nothing in this world will make you feel like healed, good, like God. He is the only one that can make you feel that way. And that's why, you know, I don't know if you guys have anything to share on this story. You know, if you guys maybe like want to add anything to it. But this this is like one of my favorite stories, I feel. Yeah, um, I think there was also like when you were talking about how Jesus was saying like who touched me. Um, I, I forgot if it was my mom who said it or somewhere else. I heard that basically he noticed that somebody touched her because something came out of him. Yeah. And that's why, because, I mean, of course, like, if you're surrounded by a crowd, everybody's touching you. I don't know if you guys have been to a rally, but everybody's, mm -hmm. like, you know, up against each other. But the fact that his power came out or, or to heal her, that was how he noticed that, you know, somebody had touched him or somebody needed uh, of him. And so that came out of him. And so it's crazy to think how, you know, it's just God could heal people without even, like, trying yeah like he's just like i ain't even i yeah, ain't even trying to give you permission like you just <laughs> yeah. took it but no it's just that uh how do you say that boldness or that desire that, that much boldness. desire that she needed to be healed she went for it she didn't care about the risk what people would say because her being considered a filthy person and then god being like you know the most pure because he's without sin it's just like they came together and God was able to, you know, to, to hear her. And yeah. I just think that that's amazing. And that's a um, good way to put it. You know, she, she was bold. She had yeah. boldness. And if we were to just have the same boldness as to say and like speak up about what we're struggling with, yeah. you know, I feel like that in itself could bring healing to ourselves, you know, because yeah. a lot of the times because we feel this shame, we feel this guilt, we feel unworthy, we feel, you know, so many other things that are not from God that we feel like we don't even feel worthy to like go to God and say, you know, God, like for forgive me, you know, like we feel like we can't even come to him and ask for forgiveness. But I think when we realize that the gospel, the true gospel is not, like I, I saw a quote about it once, but it's like when you realize that the gospel is not like, oh, oh, my gosh, like I messed up. Like, let me hide it from my dad. Like, that's not the gospel. The gospel mm -hmm. is I messed up. I need to go to my dad. Yeah. Like, I need to tell mm -hmm. my dad like he needs to know in the same way. Like, hey, I messed up. Hey, I'm struggling. Hey, I feel sad. Hey, like whatever you feel good or bad come to God yeah. and make it known to him, because when you make it known to him, like there's so much good that comes out of that mm -hmm. right okay. if you're feeling okay. sad he will make you feel better right and if you're feeling good he will rejoice with you in the goodness that you are feeling in the joy that you are feeling you know so it's um you know i hope you guys got encouraged by that story that i think encourages me every time i hear it every time i see it because it's just you know the faith that she had the boldness that she had i'm like lord would i only have that boldness to come to you and like ask for things and believe it yeah because if she would have just gone and like touched him like okay like whatever you know maybe she wouldn't have been healed but she crawled like i imagine myself i close my eyes and i think to myself okay there was a crowd around jesus it was not easy to get to him yeah. okay she had a crawl she had to push people people probably stepped on her people probably were like what are you doing like whatever yeah. but she knew she had to get to jesus because that is where her healing was found yeah. right so in the same way we're gonna have to is it gonna cost us to get to where we want to be yes yeah are people going to maybe um, take advantage of us? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Are we going to have times where we feel like we can't make it? She was on her knees probably, right? Yeah. The Bible says she was crawling to get to Jesus, but she got there. And that is what matters because she received her blessing. She received what she struggled with for 12 years. And that's another point. God made her wait 12 years. 12 years, you guys. Sometimes we wait like a month or we get a week and we don't get a response from God. And we're like, oh my gosh, I can't do it anymore. (laughs) And it's like, really? Really? Like... She struggled for 12 years, but if you see in other stories in the Bible, there's, like, uh, people um, that God made way for, like, a really long time, for way more than 12 years, right? We see with, like, Abraham um, while they were waiting for Isaac, right? Him and his, huh? The Israelites. Yeah, the Israelites, you know, in the desert and everything. Like, there's so many different stories where God made them wait. But see, because they were in the waiting, they were able to then receive their blessing Mm -hmm. receive that healing receive that joy and i tell you maybe you are struggling like that maybe you are feeling lonely maybe you are feeling that sadness maybe especially in this holiday season because maybe you don't have the best relationship with your parents or maybe you're missing someone this holiday um because you know we can get together like we do other years you know We're, we're very limited to the people that we can be with this year but i tell you like just Ask God. Ask God and he will He will bring that peace into your heart. He will fulfill your soul. He was the only one that can satisfy us. So yeah. I encourage you to do that this holiday season. If, and if you need any prayer requests, like let us know. We are more than um, happy to pray for you, to join in prayer. You know, I don't know if you have anything to share. Yeah, um, I was going to share the story of Jeremiah. Well, not really the story because uh, I had trouble. Because, <laughs> yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, like I said, I, I was having trouble, like, because cause you guys asked me to, to bring a message of, of Jeremiah. Yeah. Right? And I was like, well, what did Jeremiah actually do? So as I did my research, um, I found that he was a, he was a prophet. He's a, he was a, not just any prophet. He was, like, one of, like, the, the high, high prophets, like, top-notch prophets. <laughs> <laughs> he was a prophet. <laughs> it, he was, like, if, if when you think of prophet, he was the prophet. Yeah. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> well i don't want to say that right but uh but yeah uh i know that uh, a lot of people didn't like him start, starting with the uh the high priest i know that he did, he really didn't really like because he always he always knew that what was going to happen jeremiah he always knew what was really going to happen and i remember um so reading down in jeremiah uh, 1 4 it says the lord gave me this message i knew you before you before i formed you in, in your mother's room before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Um, and then Jeremiah says, I think it's Jeremiah, O sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I am too young. The Lord replied, don't say I am too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. Don't be afraid, the people, for I will be with you and I will protect you. I, Lord, have spoken. And that's that's kind of like it kind of ties in like now that a lot of our families are coming over for Christmas or well, or well, you know, yeah, <laughs> quarantine. It's like we're, we're we're getting together. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, even though there is guidelines, I know like 
it's not even something to lie about. I know there's still people getting together, and I understand because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, and like, yeah. it's something we're used to. I think as long as like the precautions are being taken, and if you are a person that is like, no, like we're not getting together, I think that's definitely respectful. As long as you like Wear don't disrespect what other people are doing. You know, everyone yeah. is taking their decision for the safety of themselves and their family. So I think mm -hmm. as long as that's respected, you know, we're, we should be okay. Yeah. But go on, like um, listening. <laughs> well, yeah, it says that the Lord your God is your the Lord your God is with you. And then I was thinking, it got me thinking, like, yeah, that's kind of how we feel. Like um, sometimes the, your family comes over, like they're super, like not Christian, you know. Let's drink, let's do this, and they always encourage you, like, hey, like you know what, like just take a drink, you know, that's gonna happen, like you know, just so you can try it. And then sometimes you think about it, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that because I'm Christian. But I'm not going to preach to them because they're going to think I'm weird. Yeah. Like, I remember uh, not so long ago. It happened to me, too. It happens to me, like, a lot of the times. And I just, like, I always forget. I was like, man, like, that was a good time. Why didn't I do it? And it's just like, but, yeah, like, I remember uh, not so long ago we went to L.A. And then my, my uncle, um, my cousin had a guitar. And I, you know, as you guys can, <laughs> you guys know, like, I love to play the guitar. So I was just playing the guitar. And then my uncle's like, hey, Caesar, come over here. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, oh, but bring the guitar and on. And he's like, I was like, oh, dang. He's probably going to ask you for a song. <laughs> he's like, oh, like, uh, sing a song. Like, the, the song you used to sing when you were little. Like, I, I was pre-Christian pre Caesar. <laughs> uh, B.C. before Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, oh, sing that song. I was like, oh, I don't know how to play it. And, like, I, was, I, just, kept them, I just kept making excuses because, like, I, okay, I didn't know how to play it. That was, that was like my first excuse because I didn't know how to play it. And he's like, okay, that's fine. But... I didn't know this. He watches the lives on um, on when we on Sundays. Oh no way! That's he crazy. watches the live, and then he's like, "Okay, that's fine. I don't want you to sing one. I want you to sing one of the songs that you sing at church." Damn. Wow. I was like, "Oh, like, uh, which one?" He's like, "Well, I don't know. You're the Christian here." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it dang. called you out." I literally, I was like, "Yo, like, why does it have to be me?" <laughs> like. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, no songs come to mind. He's like, oh, let me pull one up for you. And he pulls up a video of me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay. And so I, I, I can't remember the song at the time, but I remember um, the song was talking about being pure, being, uh, being, having an open heart to worship God. Oh, wow. And then, and then, uh, like, I, he, he was like, okay, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I'll play that song. And I started playing it. He's like, but. He's like, but how come I don't feel what I felt when I was watching the live at the time? Like, why? Why is that? And it, it's it, like it hurt me a lot because, you know, when you're uh, like as a worshiper, you you're called to worship God, to not be ashamed of the gospel. Mm -hmm. You're called to not be ashamed of the gospel. And what what was I doing? I was like, oh, I don't want to because like it feels weird. This is this was my excuse. I was like, it feels weird. Like and then. It was like a like God slapped me in the face. Like, what feels weird? What feels weird? You do this. You do this a lot. You should be. You should. You should not be ashamed. And that's a good point that you bring up because a lot of like believers do not have the boldness to speak on their faith. They don't. You know, and especially because we're talking about the holiday seasons, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we have people that like feel lonely and sad, right? But there's other people that are like good, but that they don't have the boldness to speak on their faith. Mm -hmm. And this is a great opportunity you like that you are tuning in 
to slap to, him with the Bible. No. To speak to your family about Jesus because mm-hmm. you never know. You might be the vessel that God will use to mm-hmm. bring your family to Christ. And if you would only take that boldness, that step of boldness to say, you know what? I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to worship God. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever they might say, because we might feel like the shame. We might feel like bad. I remember when I first started like being Christian, my family used to make fun of me. They'd be like, oh, the little sister. Yeah, like she's going to church, like church. (laughs) I'm like, yes, that is me. That is myself. Okay, like (laughs) um, it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks because like the least person you expect, like one the like one day you guys are just hecka cool, like your uncles are talking to you because it happened to me and my family. Like we were super cool. My mom was super close with their fam with her family, and then they found out that we went to a different church and. Where's my family? And you know what? That happens a lot in this holiday season. Um, And we were actually talking about it on our way to church. But, you know, sometimes the loneliness comes because when we do become believers, there's that disconnect. Mm -hmm. There's that disconnect in friendships. There's that disconnect in families because it's like we don't believe the same thing. So, like, why are we going to hang out with you? Right. Mm -hmm. But we have to realize that, like above anything else worshiping god and like praising god and standing firm in our faith is the best thing we could ever do you know we might lose some friends along the way hey our family might not like us our family might not want to be with us but you know as much as that might suck as much as that might hurt because i get it you know i've been in that position like i grew up in a catholic home like dancing drinking you know parties and all of that but you know, there is that disconnect. Like, I know I'm not as used to, like, uh, not as close to my family members as I used to be, but there is nothing more rewarding than speaking the word of God and mm-hmm. blessing them. Um, I have a funny story, actually, as well. One time I was just watching the live, right? I was re-watching the live, and actually Caesar was leading worship that day, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was, I was just re-watching the live because why not, right? And my aunts and uncles were with me, and I remember that, um, like, I, I didn't even think to show my aunt the service. Like, I was just by myself rewatching it. And she peeks over my shoulder, and she's not Christian, okay? She just peeks over my shoulder. She's like, hey, who's that? And I was like, oh, it's Caesar, <laughs> right? And then she's like, oh, yeah? She's like, he has a nice voice. And I was like, yeah? I was like, yeah, he does have a nice voice. And she, like, takes the phone away from me. Like, she doesn't even ask. She just takes my phone. <laughs> And she starts listening to the service. And in that moment, it was like two minutes and Caesar was just ministering, like ministering. Um, it was really good. You should go back and rewatch it. <laughs> you guys should. <shouldn't. laughs> <laughs> he was just ministering and he was speaking actually on when you feel lonely. Like, this is crazy, guys. Like, he was actually speaking. He's like, when you are in the darkest place, he's like, God is with you. Like, God has never left you. Like, that's what he was saying, right? <laughs> Not now, but like then. And then I mean, still now, like you know, when you feel when you feel bad, God is with you. <laughs> yeah. God is with you. And so she took my phone, and she's not Christian, you guys. And I kid you not, she started crying. Damn. She started like crying, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" She's like, "Yes, this is so true." She's like, "God is always with you. Like He never leaves you." She's like, "This is so good. Like this is such a good word." She's like, "May God keep using him." And I just thought to myself, like, I didn't even want to share that with her. Yeah. And she needed that, right? She's she so needed that. And it's crazy because, like I said, he was talking. He was, like, ministering on, like, feeling, like, lonely, feeling sad, you know, um, feeling like God has forsaken you and stuff like that. And 
it's just wild to me how God works. And mm -hmm. if we would only like take that step of boldness and say, you know what, even if this might make me feel a certain way in my faith, but if this is going to bring people to Christ, you know, let it be so, right? Yeah. Let it be so that even if I have to feel this way. And I, yeah. I, you know, an advice that was given to me, find yourself a buddy, like a accountability buddy, right? So if you are ever feeling that way, you can say, hey, can you please pray for me? And when they need encouragement, you can also pray for them because it builds, like you guys are building yourself up spiritually. Mm -hmm. So that's, a, I think, a good advice. I don't know if you yeah. guys have anything to add. I mean, kind of adding a kind of, yeah, kind of adding adding on to like when um about your aunt like how how she needed that like like uh like you were said like the holidays are coming up and you we never know how other people are going to come to your house yeah. we never know how other people are going to how, how how are they feeling like you don't know if they're depressed you don't know if they're sad you don't know if they're happy like yeah. but just simply sharing the word of god or just simply giving them a smile a hug an embracement giving them that love like hey like i'm here for you you know yeah. giving them giving them that showing them the love of god it's not even your love it's the love of god that you could Amen. you could transpose through through a simple smile through a simple handshake through a simple hug like a lot of, i know a lot of people uh don't like to uh, don't like to hug <laughs> not, not no more <laughs> especially with yeah especially with covid a lot of people are really uh anti-social but uh, yeah. you like i mean i mean they don't you can't really see a smile with the mask too <laughs> but like the eyebrows <laughs> expressions they, they they go up they go up and a lot of people think well what are the eyebrows gonna do well when you think about it, you gotta this is the only time you should overthink this stuff okay uh, when when the eyebrows go up, that means either they're happy <laughs> or, or they're mad. But most of the time, when they look at you, they're happy, yeah. right? But like I was saying, like you never know how they're coming. So you know, when you give them that hug, when you give them that that laugh, that that smile, you really you could really share what the love of God is yeah. through a smile or through a hug. Exactly, and especially this like whole year, this whole season. Like, the whole COVID thing that's going on, a lot of people have had to quarantine themselves. Yeah. And when you go to the hospital now, you cannot go with somebody else. You have to be by yourself. You know, they're limiting everything, like, to just be alone. And, like, so many people, I think that's why are feeling, like, so alone. Because, like, a lot of parents, you know, are not allowing their children to go out because they're taking safety measures. And mm -hmm. a that's why a lot of people, I think, are feeling even more so, like, lonely these days because we're limiting like social interaction which is such a big thing like i know some people rely on social interaction like to be happy you know and although that should not be the case right we shouldn't rely on other people for our happiness but some people are very encouraged by being with people by being like they're very um what what's the word called like socialist no not, no, not socialist <laughs> like you're either reserved or outgoing you know mm -hmm. so some people really rely on other people um but that's why i like really encourage someone you know hug someone remind someone like they are loved it's, if you are okay with hugging hug somebody you know the warmth of a hug literally like scientifically it shows that it relaxes the body i don't know if you guys know that like a hug for 10 seconds a day keeps you healthier emotionally I don't know if you knew that. That's crazy. I, I felt that. it. Like 10, <laughs> 10, scientifically. 10 seconds a day, a hug will make you feel better. Like, will put you in a better mood. I be hugging my pillow sometimes. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, hey, I need to hug you. <laughs> hey, you know, but 
I think it was a great topic, a great conversation that we had tonight. It's crazy because we're running out of time, but, you know, if you need a hug, if you need, if you are feeling lonely, if you are feeling sad, know that you are seen, you are heard, you are loved, you are precious, you are chosen, you are a holy nation. Like, there's so many, like, things that God calls you that you are, right? You are a child of God, right? Like, accept that. If you accept that, like, you... Like, we are children of God, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. Um, so receive that tonight. You know, yeah. receive that word. Um, believe it. You know, when you are, when you accept it, because sometimes we don't accept things. Like, God tells us things and we don't want to accept it. Yeah. But when you accept it, there's a change that happens. There's a shift that happens in your spirit. So, you know, leave tonight. Um, we leave this podcast tonight telling you guys that we love you guys you know we're here for you guys we hope that if you guys are feeling you know sad that you reach out to someone don't stay that way be bold enough to reach out because it does it does take boldness to reach out to somebody because i know sometimes we may be embarrassed or we Mm -hmm. double think what what might they say or something but no being bold especially like uh like i remember pastor today not today yeah uh sunday he was talking about leaders how a lot of the times leaders feel oh, so yes. like they don't want to they don't want to share they don't want to share what they feel because like other people look at them like oh well oh, yeah. they're supposed to be leaders why are they asking for help but we no should... everybody's human yeah. yeah and i feel like we need to be the first ones to go and yes. sit at the feet of jesus yeah. right because that is where we find our strength that is where mm-hmm. we get our boldness that is where we get like if we are feeling discouraged that is where we get like fulfilled our soul gets satisfied where we you know um we just like god will just lift us up lift up our spirit and encourage us Mm -hmm. and that is nothing that no man no word from man can do only god can do and you know i think the highest place spiritually is when we're on our knees um praying right there's a song in Spanish that says that there is uh, no higher place than being at the feet of Jesus. And that is so true because, you know, that is where, you know, in the intimacy with mm-hmm. the Father, it's not when you're with other people. No, it's the, in the intimacy with the Father that he will speak things to you, that he will sp- begin to reveal things to you, that he will begin to, you know, grow your spirit, transform you internally from the inside out, not from the outside in. Mm-hmm. And that is something that only God can do. He mm-hmm. can turn your sadness into joy. He can turn your depression into, you know, being bold and showing someone that, it is possible with God that all things are possible with God. Mm-hmm. You know, he can change any bad thing into something good if you would only let him, you know. So, you know, even if you think of speaking out and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh, it's already 830. <laughs> That's crazy. Sorry, right? But just know that the feet of Jesus is where it's at. Amen. The feet of Jesus is where it's at, you guys. But we love you guys. Um, <laughs> stay safe. <laughs> stay well. Sorry, it's already 8.30, but hey, the Lord wants to speak, okay? Yeah, so yeah. we shall let him speak. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> have a very good night. We love you guys. Make sure you tune in next week at 7.30. Yep. This has been Let's Be Real with Gabriella. Caesar, and you guys better wear your mask, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and Luis Gomez, have a blessed week.